I mean, the woman chased me down for six dollars. Anyway, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good afternoon, good evening, good evening. My name is John Shaquille Poitier Jr. and welcome back to my podcast, Darling, I'm Depressed Again. Don't tell my mother. Where we discuss mental health in all types of people. Black people, white people, Asian people, Bahamian people, American people, students, college students, technical school students. Whether you're not a student, if you breathe, if you got blood in your body, this podcast is for you. And today, our word of the episode is self-acceptance. Self-acceptance. And that's very important for today's episode. Also, a bit of a warning in case you haven't seen the title of the episode. There will be some mention of mental struggle and depression and things of that nature. So I just wanted to give a little bit of a pre-warning before we got into it. Just so you'd be aware in case that type of thing triggers you or what's not. Now today, we are discussing nothing other than the dreaded seven-letter word for depression. Yes, yes, and I, I know that it ain't nothing we want to talk about, you know, but it's we have to do it. Yes, we are talking about school. Now, I know, I know, you know, some people, you know, some people had the best time at school. I mean, y'all love school. I had some of the best times at school, too. School is where I met some of my best friends in the world. You know, school is where I've been given so many amazing opportunities. You know, I love, I, I love school. I love learning. I love, love, love learning. Now, if I could have learned without going to a school for some of my childhood, would I have done it? That's a very good question. And if you had asked me that question while I was in primary school, while I was in the early parts of high school, I would have happily said yes. Let me stay my behind home because I hated school. I loved the learning aspect of it. I loved learning about the subjects, about sciences, about language. I lo- I was, I'm good at that stuff. I can do the tests. I can do the quizzes. I can do the everything else, but... Actually, coming to the school, I hated it. And you know, it's so funny because you grow up and you, not grow up hearing, but you always hear stories about people saying that they use school to escape from the things at home, you know, because not everyone has the best home life. So they use school as an escape, as an escape mechanism or as a place to escape to from the horrors at home. I was trying to escape from school. I used my home as an escape mechanism from my school. Because, and it was mostly because I was bullied for a very long time. I was bullied. And listen, when I say bullied, not the only thing, people never touch me, and I thank God for that. Ain't no one ever touched. Ain't no one. Ain't no one. Nah. People physical bullying. That that never happened. Cause you know, what? Like that. Like that. Like that. Like that's not to say that never happened. But let me let me explain this to you. When I say bullied, you know, I can handle like teasing. Like teasing is fine. 
Like decent is fine. But relentless bullying? That ain't no joke. Buddy, that ain't no joke. That type of thing would have you. Let me give you an example of this. I was never the child who would go outside if he could help it. Now, in the Bahamas, our culture is, you know, we have a very traditional culture, a very patriarchal culture. So we have a lot of values and we have a lot of standards for men. And some of our standards for men can be, you know, boys, well, not some, but they are. Boys don't cry. Boys should play sports. Boys should have this, boys should do that. And there's certain standards that are set for men. Right? Cool. So, first off, I suck at sports. I ain't gonna lie. Me and sports don't go hand in hand together. And at the end, like, I never try. You know, I was on baseball little league. I try, you know, catch the ball. I try swing the bat. It just, it, it wasn't cutting it. And I was actually, it was so bad. And my cousin reminded me of this the other day. I would rejoice when we lost the game. That's how much I didn't like it. And I wasn't, I, I was an emotional boy. I am an emotional boy. I cry. But at that age, I was an emotional boy. And a lot of our values taught us to retain that. For fear of being seen as soft or feminine. So I retained that, right? I tried my best to retain it. I I hardly, the only emotion that I ever tried to show was happiness or anger. That's it. So having those values and having those expectations, you know, it was, that, that in itself was blam, boom, bam, bing. So I was the type of boy, I was sitting down inside class whenever I could do it with a book reading. Because I didn't want to go outside. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to. What, 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 what would I play basketball on lunch for? What what, what, what that doing for me? I would have rather sit inside and read a book. That was my process. That was my mind process. I ain't bothering no one. They ain't got no reason to bother me. You had this one girl. Now... In case you don't know, my lips are like, oh, my, you know, my lips are, I have big lips, right? In case you've never seen a picture of me, just imagine a person with big lips. You are this one girl who would find, make it a business. I sit now reading. I mean, I, I have a fun time in my little imaginary world. Sometimes I read a science book. Sometimes I have a fun. I'm reading the little science book I got, but I'm reading. I'm not bothering nobody. This one girl would come she would say john like you know like you ugly right first off i ain't even bothering nobody john you know you ugly right like oh, oh okay i i don't i don't know your point for telling me that then after that because of the size of my lips she would go into a ta- like uh, just a flow of insults like i, I i'll give it to her though they were creative. I ain't gonna lie. They, they, they were creative. You know, she, 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 that one little thing. 
She's a sour kung bubby lip. Then she was sour bubby lip. Then she would move on to um dribbly lip. Then she'd move on to watery lip. Then she'd move on to Nesbitt slip and slide lip. Then she would say, I'm gonna get a needle and deflate your lip like a pen. I mean deflate your lip with a pen. And all that stuff. And I'm sitting down the entire time wondering why are you here? I, I keep in mind, I'm minding my business. You know, I, I, I press firm with my little book, my little book sitting down reading. And without fail, I promise you, if I had a stopwatch, if I had a stopwatch on my hand and I counted the intervals between each time she visited me each day, whenever I was inside, it would be 24 hours on the dot. She made it her business. It was in the, her schedule and, you know, the, the group of them, their schedule. To find a way to bother me. To find a way to bother anybody really because, and I realize it now, they they were bullies. That's what bullies do. They attack anyone that they can attack. They try to hurt anyone that they could hurt. And so, you know, that, and that's not the entirety of what happened, but that's an example of what happened. And it was so bad for me. Well, it was bad for me because at that point in time, you know, I know the Bible says I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I know God put his God put his foot in making me. But I began to internalize those things. You know? Because I wouldn't I didn't dare to argue with them gals. No, because if, if I dare a gal say, No, I if I dared to try to argue with that gal, I would say, But you <laughs> what going on? You softy, why are you arguing with a gal? You shut up. You shut up, you black boy, you black little boy. Why are you arguing with a gal? You shut up. Arguing with a woman. How dare you argue with a woman? Shut up. How dare you defend yourself from that verbal assault? So I sat there, that was the, that's, you know, how dare you? So I sat there and I just, and the funny thing is, when, even when, I found a new place to sit. Found me anyway. So, and that happened for a period of time over multiple years. Over multiple years, and that's just one example of it. I mean, you would find people doing intentionally, and this is, and you would find people doing intentionally cruel things, and it wasn't just towards me, but it was, to, it was towards people who were like me, who were minding their business, who weren't doing anything. And it got so bad at one point, I even reported it at one point. I reported it, thinking that something would be done. And I became upset with myself because I didn't, I began to believe the things that were being told to me in this one specific instance. I began to believe that, you know, I just, I was ugly. I was uh, hideous. I was all of these things. And I began to hate myself for it. I began to hate myself for the size of my lips. I began to hate myself for the, for the color of my skin. 
I began to hate myself for the way that I looked, the way that I ought. I have a lisp. I began to hate myself for the way that I spoke. Every time I would read, every time I would read in class at this point in time, oh, why is he reading like that? Because I read with expression. So if I see an exclamation mark, I'm going to read with an exclamation mark. I'm not going to read like I don't know how to. And so I began to hate myself for the things that made me me. I began to become so angry with myself for being who I was, for being John Shaquille Poitier Jr., the boy who prefers to read and, and, and sing in the choir. I was in the choir, y'all. Y'all, I was in the choir. Now, I can't sing, but you couldn't tell me I couldn't sing in the choir. You couldn't tell me I couldn't sing. I mean, I would get on that stage and I would be like, oh, like I hit my little shows. Listen, you couldn't tell me I couldn't sing in the choir. And I love the choir because it gave me the confidence that I could, ne- I would never feel inside the classroom. I love the choir because, oh, and God bless the choir director. God bless the music teacher at that point in time. I loved I loved the choir director and I loved the choir because it made me feel confident and it gave me strength that I didn't find inside the classroom to be myself. And when I began to hate myself, when I began to, because that is the truth, I hated myself. That's not, uh, that's not me being exaggerative. That's just me stating what it was. I hated myself. I despised myself for being who I was. I would wish to be, I want to be more athletic. I want, I want, to, be, I want to be harder because I see, I see I in, you in the choir, but you soft. Well, me, but you saw. But you always said, nah, reading, you wouldn't want to ever hang out with the other boys, you wouldn't have talked about it, but you saw. And so I began to hate myself for the things that I loved about me. I began to hate myself for, the, for, for, for sitting down in class and reading because that's what I love to do, but I began to hate myself for it. I began to hate myself for the characteristics that made me an individual set apart from anyone else. And that's what happens a lot of time in the world when we deal with bullies, when we deal with people who wants to constantly oppress us in the school of life. Because y'all thought I was just talking about high school, college, or junior high. No, I'm talking about the school of life. Okay? Depression is a seven-letter word, not seven word, and that seven-letter word is school. S-C-H-O-O. I gotta keep double checking. I gotta keep checking. That seven-letter word may be school, but it can be it's called the school of life. Because in the school of life, you will find bullies, you will find people who will try to demean you, devalue you, and depurpose you. My mommy and daddy sent me to school to get an education. They didn't send me to school to be mistreated, but That's what happened. God put you on this earth. It is my belief that God put us on this earth for a purpose. And when we... When we begin to listen 
to the outside noise, when we begin to listen to everything everyone says about us, everything everyone believes about us, every, every misconception, every preconceived notion that someone believes about us, we begin to deter from our purpose, from our individuality. I was in the sixth grade, hating myself, depressed. And it wasn't just because you know the sausage, right? because after a while you you get used to those things. But I would I I would I won't say everything. I won't say some of the things that I was that was said to me. But I will say this: there is there are very few words that I have not been called. There are very few things that haven't been said to me when I was in school. For having the same traits that I always had from a little boy, always being just who I was. There are very few words that I haven't been called. Very few things that hasn't been said to me, and it made me depressed. Now, I know a lot of people out there saying, oh, depressed, but you and I have no bills to pay. You know, I have no bills to pay. What you know about depression? You know, a little word or two, a little word or two. Let me tell you all something. That phrase that says sticks and stones may break my bone, might break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's absolute foolishness. I could, I, I could take a break, I could take a broken bone, but a word can break your spirit. And see, and and here's the thing about that: a lot of people love to say. Oh, it's just a word. The Bible says, and this is my belief, the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. We have the ability to speak life and we have the ability to speak death into someone. And it irritates me when I hear Christians saying it. Because when I hear Christians say, oh, it's just a word, but didn't God create the earth with just a word? A word has more power than you realize. The words that we say to others, the words that are said to us, had more, have more power than we realize. Because words had a 10-year-old boy hating himself, wanting, wondering to God, why do I look like this? Why do I act like this? Why can't I just go play basketball like every other boy? Why do I have to be like this? Words had me wondering what was wrong with me when nothing was wrong with me at all. And the thing is, in the school of life, in the school of life, you will meet many people who don't like you. You will meet many people who can't stand your guts. But something that I have told myself is, I will know, I will never again allow someone to break my spirit. You won't break my soul. Oh my gosh, Beyonce, please don't copyright me. But I will never allow someone to break my spirit ever again. I will no longer give anyone that power. Because when I overcame my depression and all of the negative thoughts that I had from being in school. I made a sub I 
I realize it now that I made a promise to myself. I refuse to let anyone ever speak a word into me that would break me. I began to accept myself for who I was. I began to love myself for who I am. I no longer hated myself for being the kid who would read inside on lunchtime. I love myself for being the kid who would read inside on lunchtime. I wish more people would read inside on lunchtime. And then, our, you know, our average would be a little higher. Our national average would be a little higher. I wish more people would read inside on lunchtime. I wish more men, more boys had the audacity to break societal norms. I wish more men could be like that. Instead of just following, instead of being followers, I wish more men could be like that. And so I began to realize that the things that I hated about myself were my most valuable traits, my intelligence. my fa- Listen, I'm handsome. I'm handsome. You, <laughs> you can't tell me nothing now. I know I'm handsome now. Listen, me? Me who was fearfully and wonderfully made? Me? I know that I'm handsome. You don't have to tell me that. I look in the mirror and be like, ooh, die, oh man, God, you want not to do it like that. God, you want not to do all that. I know that I am handsome. I know that I'm intelligent. I know that I'm wonderful and fearfully and wonderfully made by a creator who is also wonderful and excellent and all of the things in the universe. And I know that because God made me, I can never be anything less. And I believe that with all my heart and my soul. I believe that with everything within me. I began to accept myself and I began to love myself. If you hold on to the negativity that happened to you in the past, if you hold on to every name that you have been called, if you hold on to everything that has happened to you, if you hold on to every pain that you went through, you can never push forward. You can never begin to accept yourself for who you are. Accept yourself for the power that you hold within yourself. You can never accept it. Because listen, it wasn't, and believe me, it wasn't just the students either. Oh no, you are, listen, and I thank God because God will place people in your life for a reason. And And I realize now as I do this podcast, God placed certain people in my life for a reason. I had excellent primary school teachers. I loved it. Oh, my, my first grade teacher, she has my heart. She, was an, she is an angel. I love her. I had excellent kindergarten teachers. I remember them to this day. I remember my kindergarten teachers. I would see them. One of them has passed, God rest her soul. But I would see my kindergarten teachers to this day, and I would hug them. Because I remember, and I remember them. Because they were the people who taught me that I am a value. They were the people who taught me at school that I am a value, that I am important, that there is something within me that can't be replicated. I love teachers like that. Like my first grade teacher who told me on the first day of school, oh, um, she said something about, oh, she said, you're all little dogs. Now I said, I'm not a little dog, I'm a big dog. No, she said, no, you're a little dog, so sit down, t- sit small till your name get called. Till your name get called. And what she taught me was that I had a lot to learn. 
but she taught me with love and she taught me with kindness. And I give thanks for teachers like that, for teachers that I had in those younger years. I give thanks for teachers like that. And I learned from them that not every teacher, not every place will be completely full of bad people. So in the school of life, not, not every interaction that you have in life will be full of, will, will be completely horrible. Not every person that you meet in life will be completely horrible. There are genuinely good people out here. And then I got to high school. Lord, that's another episode. Oh, that's another episode. Thank you, Lord. I don't want, I don't, listen, I don't want to start preaching, but I also learned that sometimes, that's another episode. We're going to cover that in another episode. Because all <laughs> bullies can be adults too. But that's another episode. That is a completely different episode, and that's okay. But what I am saying is that even though people may try to hurt you, people may try to do things that make you feel lesser than People will try to take your power, but you cannot let them. And that begins with accepting yourself. Accepting yourself for your faults, for your imperfections, for your beauties, for, your, for the things that make you fantastic, for the things that make people, that make you annoying to some and make you amazing to other, others. You have to accept yourself for who you are because sometimes you will be in places where no one will do it for you. And that is the truth. Accept yourself. And if I could go back in time, I would tell little me inside the classroom reading, I would save myself so much heartache and so much pain. I would tell myself to accept myself and my intelligent self and my amazing self that there's nothing wrong with the size of my lips. Anyway, I would tell myself that I am fantastic and I am wonderful. And I would tell myself to believe the people who told me that I was, to believe the parents and the family members and the, and, well, not friends, but to believe those around me who was telling me that I was so much more than anything anyone else could ever call me. I would tell myself to accept myself, to love myself, and to believe in myself. So my challenge for you until next episode is to look in the mirror and tell yourself that you love yourself 10 times. It's very, it's very simple to do. Look in the mirror and tell yourself that you love yourself 10 times. And then think about a flaw that you might have that you don't like. A flaw that you think is so disgusting or what's not. And tell yourself, tell your flaw that you love it. My name is Josh Kilpoitier Jr. And this is my podcast. Darling, I'm depressed again. Don't tell my mother. God bless.